Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. They want to hire people that show interest in that. And if you don't get an offer after doing that, even if it's based on a job in the summer, bottom line to help them. Performance in law school. So a lot of people... All right, we'll get started with this webinar. The, the first thing is when this webinar topic was chosen and I saw it, I saw an email go out for it yesterday. I was a little upset because I know this may seem like it only applies to people that are in law school or graduating and that sort of thing. So what I'm going to do today is I'll run through a lot of this topic in some with, without, a, without a ton of detail. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but it's an important topic, especially if you're a law student or a recent graduate and trying to get a job. But really what this topic is about on the 30,000 foot level is the rules that law firms have for the type of people that they hire. And so I'm going to, in this call, I will share a recent book that I wrote and it's not a long book and distributed to law firms that I've never shown to candidates about kind of some of those rules and how law firms should look at your resume when you're looking for positions and the kind of people they should eliminate. This is an important topic and, and one of those rules. And in this presentation, if you're not a, you may not think it applies to you, but I will tie in a lot of uh, other topics uh, as well, relevant to people that are looking for lateral positions and some of these rules. Because one of the things that I don't like is I've been doing this for over 20 years and each day almost I'm learning new rules about the type of people that law firms consistently don't hire. And it's usually not anything to do with where you went to law school. It's usually due to different types of choices that you've made in your career. For example, going in-house or taking a job with a public interest organization instead of a law firm out of law school or taking a break or taking having too many jobs. There's all these things that law firms look at to eliminate you from different positions and, and it's important to understand those things. Now, not, not all law firms do that. And this particular is, issue of not holding a summer position is really most applicable to law firms that do work on behalf of companies and not individuals. So if you want a position with a firm that works primarily with individuals, this is not necessarily that important of a topic, but it is important uh, to understand um, what you need to do uh, to get employed by law firms that work on behalf of companies as opposed to individuals. And I will talk about other rules uh, on this call today. Again, I apologize if you're, you don't think this applies to you, but I'll make sure that uh, I tie in a lot of different things. I help everyone that's on this call and not just people that this topic looks like it applies to. The idea, if you are in law school and uh, you don't, or you were in law school, and you weren't trying to work for a law firm, either as a clerk or summer associate, it's really not a good decision if you're trying to put, be in a, into a law firm that works on behalf of clients as opposed to consumer facing. So what does that mean? Law firms that represent businesses and typically will bill higher rates, their attorneys typically are paid more. They can be large firms or small firms, but those type of firms typically will want you to have some experience in a law firm before they hire you now and those are also the types of firms that tend to pay the most now they don't always pay market rate most of them actually pay below market rate because they're scattered all over the country and market rate firms tend to be in large cities but at the same time if you want to work with one of those firms they definitely want to see that you might have spent some time 
working in a firm like that, and especially in law school, a lot of attorneys do go to law school with the, the, the objective of not practicing law. But what happens is if you don't practice in a firm over the summer, it's exciting the idea that you may not be interested in working in a firm like that. People take all sorts of jobs doing things that are unrelated to working in a law firm during the summer. And it's really pretty difficult to get into a law firm after you graduate if you're not, if you don't have some uh, experience in working in a law firm. The reason is because pretty much anybody that wants, if you try hard enough, can get a summer position in a law firm or a position working for free even, or a position for $15 or $20 an hour. You don't need to get a position paying $4,000 a week. Any position you get that shows you're interested in working in a law firm, even if you're just volunteering your time, put something on your resume that shows that's what you're interested in. So law firms want to see people that are interested in law firms during the summer and not government, public interest, or working in a company because they want to hire people that show interest in that. And you think about it from their standpoint, if you work someplace in the summer in a law firm, you have to under, you'll start understanding how a law firm works. And when you understand that, you're obviously much, much more suited to and much more of a proven commodity than someone that's taken a summer job in a public interest or worked on some campaign or something. Being tested in a law firm is very important. And it's very common for law students coming from the best law schools to work their summers in law, to work at big firms during, or small firms, but during their summers in law school. And it's especially important during your second summer because your second summer is something that really sets you up for getting a job in a large firm when you graduate, because you will have been a tested commodity. You may have gotten an offer, you may have not gotten an offer, but you have that on your resume that shows that you did something. Most legal hiring organizations will hire summer associates because what they want to do is they want to get a sense of your work ethic, how likely you are to get along with other attorneys, and whether they believe you are likely to make a valuable contribution. In addition, what happens in summers, and it happens at every firm, there's always a couple people that just are not a good fit for the firm. Like they may have drinking problems that I've seen. They may behave inappropriately in a sexual fashion in a, to other people. They may make a lot of mistakes. They may not work hard. Uh, they may uh, backtalk, not backtalk, but talk behind people's back and other partners' back. Uh, they may do bad work. They may hurry. So all these things are what are being tested um, when you're in a, as a summer associate. And if you don't get an offer after doing that, even if it's based on the economy, that's something that could reflect on your ultimate value to the legal market. Anything that is positive that's also a negative is something that will affect you in the future. So just think about it from the perspective of a future employer. They want to see that you've met these tests and you're able to sit down and, and do the work and understand what a firm is and think they have to think uh, well of you. And honestly, there's a lot of competition for summer positions at the large firms. And it's actually just as competitive, if not more, than getting into law school because now your grades compared to your peers are at issue and not just getting into law school. And not only that, but you have to have a, a good personality or one that the law firm thinks will work and you have to have all sorts of things about you, meaning you have to not be, you have to have a good personality, you have to connect with your interviewer, you have to be likable, you have to have a good handshake, and all these sorts of things can impact 
Do you have to be well-groomed or that impact your ability to get a summer position? And it's actually much more difficult, especially with the large firms, to get a summer position than any getting in almost any law school. So if you don't have a summer position, the problem is, is many legal hiring organizations will conclude that you weren't able to get a summer position, which is very common, or maybe you didn't have an interest in one. Both of those things are not good. And, and they're things that law firms will eliminate you for. Because there's other people on this call that probably are not summers, the pro, or this doesn't apply to, what happens with law firms is it's essentially becomes a, a limit, an elimination game. So anything that detracts from how strong you look, how your interest, level of interest, the type of work you do, the, your passion for a law firm, how other people see you, how you rate compared to other people that may have had a summer associate position. When you're in an early career, this, these are all the thing, only things that have to evaluate you by. You're evaluated by, if, if you went to some awesome college like MIT or something, they'll like that. But your law school also is something that you're evaluated by because obviously going to a good law school makes you more attractive to law firms than if you went to a okay law school because it shows that you were good enough in terms of your SATs and grades to get into one of those law schools. And you were willing to go to one of those law schools, probably without financial aid compared to other schools where you may have gotten it. So these kind of things show a lot to firms. But the next thing that, you're, that you have to show is you have to show that you are interested in working in law firms and made those kind of career choices. You got into the best firm you could, which also was another way of looking at you, you had the grades to get into those firms and the personality. So by the time you come up for a second year position, the market is acting on the limited information it has about you and making decisions about um, how valuable you are, which kind of stinks, but that's what happens. And that value is often based on your first semester grades in a lot of cases and your second semester sometimes usually. But And so these are some of the the more uh, significant obstacles in terms of your ability to get a summer position and then also to have an interest in one that you'll be overcoming. And then also because if you're coming from a top law school, it's even, the stuff is even more pronounced. And so these issues, as well as your strategy for getting a job, I'll, I'll address below. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. I just want to talk about real briefly some of the negative associations of not working during the summer. Also, this is a live webinar, so I'll answer as many questions about these three things, as well as any questions you have about, you know, what I'm talking about. I'm also going to uh, distribute, like I said, an ebook that I wrote for law firms that talks about some ways that they should be eliminating people and, and the type of candidates that typically don't work out. And this is 
one right here. Again, the perception is if you didn't work in a, in a law firm in the summer, especially after your second year, future law firms will believe either you didn't get a position or had no interest in it. Both are bad. So again, if you had interest in it, you would have worked for free. You would have worked for a low amount of money, but you would have gone out to find a job. You would have represented yourself in a way that allowed you to get a job. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is there are approximately 35,000 law firms in the United States. So they are everywhere. So you should be able to, whether it's emailing resumes, whether it's calling, whether it's writing physical letters, whether it's going to network events, if you really want to get a position, I don't care how well you did in law school. I don't care what law school you're going to. Anybody can get a position. It's, and especially if you're not willing, if you're willing to work for free or for a low period of money. Now, I'm not saying that I'm encouraging you to work for free, but what I'm encouraging you to do is I'm encouraging you to get something on your resume that shows you have an interest in working in a law firm as opposed to going to work in the local union, which is something I almost did one summer, and or working in a public interest organization or volunteering at some place that has nothing to do with a law firm. These are all things that people do. And when they see that on your resume, it's going to affect your ability to get into law firms that represent businesses. Now, why am I emphasizing working for law firms that represent businesses. I'm emphasizing that because for the most part, when you're working for businesses, you have the ability to spend more time on legal matters and do better work. The law firms are often supervised by general counsels, so they expect a certain standard of work. They bill a lot more money to the clients. They also will train their attorneys more. They're working on things where the clients have more of a budget and often they're working on more important matters for that affect lots of people. If you're representing individuals, you are typically representing people that don't have a lot of money to spend and need work done quickly. There's some other challenges when you're representing individuals that is uh, getting paid as one because they often don't have the money, whereas businesses typically do. The jobs can be more uh, volatile in terms of you may go to work for a solo practitioner uh, doing immigration law or a small firm, and it's more likely to go out of business than a firm that represents uh, businesses because it doesn't have kind of cash flow coming in. So this is really more about not just about trying to get, and again, there's nothing wrong with working at firms that represent individuals. Some of those firms make attorneys make far more than even the highest paid attorneys in Amlaw 100 firms. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But I'm saying if that's what you want to do, you're going to really need to be able to at least get a law firm on your resume, preferably one that represents businesses if that's what you want to do. These are important career decisions that are made very early in your career. You are deciding between law firms that represent individuals and law firms that represent companies, between being employable by law firms that represent individuals as opposed to companies when you come out of law school, and what's going to ultimately happen to your career. Because law firms that represent companies do not hire people from law firms that represent individuals. Now, they do in some practice areas, like trust in estates and to some extent, but in general, they don't. And it's very important to understand that dynamic. So if you didn't get a position in the summer, law firms will often assume that you are not able to get a summer position. And what that means, if that doesn't happen, you need to do a couple of things. The first thing you need to do is learn from the experience. Why did this happen? And, the, and then you need to go into future interviews and um, market yourself in a way that, that overcomes these negative associations 
that it creates. Now, again, when I talk about learning from this experience, what I mean is you have to understand that you didn't do a good job marketing yourself. You didn't do a good enough job really doing everything you could and focusing on this. You didn't do a good enough job networking. You didn't do enough job. You didn't make that a priority. And again, you have to take the blame for this and be accountable because there really are no excuses. With 35,000 law firms all over the country, it's not hard to get a position, especially if you're not you're willing to work uh, for, for nothing. Now, why? again, why would I say willing to work for nothing? Because that working for nothing, the small amount of money that you might lose working for nothing, 5,000, 10,000, could make the difference between millions of dollars in income over your career. So you should take that risk. And then if you tried to get a summer position, and, and did not, you probably have spent a lot of time thinking why this occurred. You may blame your grades. You may understand, you may ask about that. Certainly grades have something to do with it and the quality of your law school. The reason for that is because those are things that impact your ability to get jobs at large law firms. And your ability to do that is just the difference between working in the largest firms, generally in the smallest firms. It's not really that big of a deal. Another thing is being able to interview. You have to learn how to interview. There's a lot that goes into interviewing, and I'll, I'll talk something about that today. But when you go into interviews, your position, your job is to really present yourself as someone that wants to work there, is willing to contribute, is not standoffish, is the kind of person that you would want representing you if you had a legal problem. Uh, a lot of times people don't get positions because they're too selective of the employers they approach. I remember when I was in law school, there was this thing called the NALP guide. And it basically, if law firms paid a few thousand dollars, they could list themselves in it. So that basically contained in Richmond, Virginia, it might contain six firms and New York, it might contain 40 and Chicago, it might contain 11, but it's just not the universe of all the firms. Think about this. There's thousands of firms in New York. If you're just applying to NALP firms and you're not qualified to work in them because of your law school or your grades, that's just dumb. It's not a good use of your time. That's like playing the lottery as opposed to getting a job or, or doing something where you're getting paid. It's just one is just completely risky. The other's not. But whatever these problems are, you need to fix them because this is one of the most important stepping stones in your career. Were I you, one thing that I definitely would do is I would spend a lot of time an effort, even maybe during the winter break of my first year of law school, after I'd taken all my exams, which should be your priority of um, any of everything when you're in uh, law school, I would apply to a lot of firms for my for summer jobs after my first year and see if I had any luck doing that. Uh, you might not, but um, this is going to show you uh, the amount of work that's required. How much work is required? A lot at BCG. If we represent a candidate, we may approach a lot of firms to try to get interest. And when I say a lot of firms, it can be, you know, in some cases, you're, you're talking about quite a few. I don't even want to tell you the number, but it's a lot. And this is what you need to do. And you need to do the same thing as a summer associate. And when you're looking for a job, you need to apply uh, to a lot of places. And you need to apply to places that probably other people aren't applying to, not just the big firms. And if you do that, you're more likely than not but to have luck. If you just apply to a few places and take that as rejection, all that means is more highly qualified people are applying than you. So you need to find some places that will interview and will value you. And summer positions are like law school. There's people that get jobs in the best firms and there's people that don't. But 
whatever job firm will have you is a place where you can start your career and hopefully do a good job there. And if you want, you can move up in terms of the type of firm you work at later. And really, your job is to overcome the negative associations of not getting a position then because you don't want to create the kind of the perception that you did something that wasn't necessarily helping you in your career. Sometimes people will put things on their resume that they spent time with a parent, they did volunteer work in their, their summers, and that is probably not a good idea. You need to be working in those summers. So sometimes you can articulate reasons and for not working in the summer. Again, these are some reasons here taking time with a parent, doing a summer with these sort of things. But just think about it from the employer standpoint, who would you hire? Would you hire someone that had problems that they had to address over the summer? Because those kind of problems are likely to take precedence again when the person starts their career. Or would you hire someone that was a summer associate compared to you? It seems pretty obvious to me that you would want to hire the person that did work someplace in the summer. Employers may respect your what you did in the summer, and whether it was taking care of a family member or something, but at the same time, just put themselves, put yourself in their situation when they're faced with two identical applicants, one that worked during the summer and the other didn't. And then if, there, if you didn't get a summer position and you have this on your resume, then you need to explain what you did in the, in the summer in a way that's compelling. So there are ways to do that. There's people that are doing things like hiking between their second and third year, and they may have spent their summer working in a role related to the law and a business, all these sorts of things. I want to tell you a kind of a quick story. I've got a couple, I've got several of them, um, but this is just how serious this is. Two of my early hires, one of them was a guy that had gone to Columbia Law School, done very well there. He had almost like stereotypical nerdy look or his pants are pulled up too high. And, but he was a very nice person. And I was like, wow, this guy can't get a job. What the heck's going on? And so I used to invite into my office to work for me and to try to give them experience, people like him that weren't able to get jobs in law firms. And the first thing I would do is I would have them mail their resume out and their cover letter to hundreds of people. He chose a firms. He would cho he chose only the most prestigious type firms or firms that had graduates of Ivy League law schools and stuff like he did. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. To my surprise, which because he chose the type of firms that didn't, that expected someone to be a summer associate, he didn't get a single interview and pretty much had a nervous breakdown type thing where he was questioning his identity, his why didn't he able to get a job when others weren't. And then he ended up working for our company, not in a legal capacity, but he learned how to program and started programming our databases and then discovered another side gig building computers for law firms. And I think because they were law firms, he felt that he was connected to the law and continued to do that. And 
then eventually, because he was spending so much time doing that, I couldn't have him working in our company anymore. So that's a story. There's other stories I have, but once you're marked as someone that doesn't want to work in a law firm during the summer, it becomes very hard to get jobs. I did the same thing. There was a guy that had graduated from the top law school in California, I think Berkeley, Stanford, something like that, had gotten into Harvard Law School, but moved to the East Coast because he was from a very religious family and wanted to get far away from them on the West Coast. And then anyway, so he got into law school. He started law school when he was 18 or 19. I mean, he was one of these child geniuses. And then same thing, no job in the summer, brought him on to help him. He only applied to the firms that paid the most, didn't get a single interview, then worked for me for about a year and a half, not even in, in a legal capacity, helping with different things, and then made some mistakes and spent five years hiking around the country or the world with money to save. And so no legal careers. This is serious. And, and the thing, you just need to apply to as many places. Now, I have a lot of success stories. I can tell you people that worked out for, but in general, a lot of people that, that I hired in the past to work at our company, just because I have a lot of respect for people that went to good law schools and any law school and tried and were people that weren't able to get positions because they didn't get summer jobs. So I'm just with those types of firms. So if you go to a big law school, like these people did, whether it's Berkeley or UCLA or Harvard is another one, and you don't get a, you don't work in the summer for whatever reason, it becomes very hard to work in these big law firms that pay the most. And so it's hardest, by the way, for people that go to law schools where everyone expects them where all their peers are getting these jobs in these big firms and they're the only ones that aren't. So that if you go to a top 10 law school and you don't get a summer position, which happens to lots of attorneys every year, it just sends the wrong message to the market. And it's very hard to get jobs at the same level, paying the high rates uh, that people expect to make. You have to go down in terms of the prestige level and then move up, which really isn't that hard to do but you have to accept something less if you don't achieve it. My opinion, getting a summer job is very important. The other thing too, is if you just take a summer job in a smaller firm, it's not really that big of a deal because you can interview with bigger firms in your third year and you'll often get interviews to be hired for a permanent position. It's very common. The easiest explanation many times when you take, you didn't get a job or you take other jobs is just, you said you knew you were going to spend your life practicing law and you wanted to take a summer to relax or to do something different before starting your re legal career. And a lot of employers will accept that. That'll be fine for them. It's a balance that's important to understand when applying to firms. The balance is the you, you have to offer more to the firm than they're paying. So you have to have a balance in your favor. And that balance essentially means that you're willing to, you're willing to work someplace for less money and they're able to find a better candidate than they might otherwise. And so there's that you should worry about. And the other thing that is important is your academic performance in law school. So a lot of people don't get the best grades and are, are get very good grades and don't get summer positions, but they take other types of jobs. It could be working for in the summer for a federal judge or working for a very prestigious public interest organization fellowship or something like that. So that can also help. And then the other thing that I just think is really important to note is that the practice of law really is like a race. And so just because 
but you're not starting at the very apex of the legal profession, which really isn't that big of a deal. Just because you're not at the very top, you have a long time to get to the top. And sometimes it's actually better for people to start lower because they give some kind of more energy to fight and to do better than they might otherwise do if they didn't get a job at such a good firm. So what do I mean by that? There's plenty of people that go to big law schools and uh, are very disappointed in themselves because they didn't get a summer job in a big firm or they got a job in a firm that wasn't that prestigious and they feel like they've been marked as somehow a bad person or tainted for the rest of their career, but that's just not true. If you work really hard at a firm and you learn a lot and you have a good school on your resume, what ha actually matters in the long run is your specialization in a practice area, which makes you rare and rare in the market. And people move up from small firms to mid-sized firms, from mid-sized firms to large firms all the time, because things like grades and stuff really stop mattering after a while. So you're in the legal profession, by the way, is a race. And what do I mean by that? I mean that I know attorneys that are practicing at the age of 85. Look how old the president is. Look how old uh, Trump is. These are you people practice for a long time. It'll probably be longer than even they're practicing. So if you get out of law school at the age of 25, you basically have about 60 years. And just because you don't get into a good firm in your summer and all these things happen to you, you can do very well. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.